0: Hello and welcome to the Mindful Coach Podcast and I'm your host Brett Hill. I'm a mindful somatic coach and founder of the Mindful Coach Association. I meet a lot of coaches working with the Mindful Coach Association. I'm so inspired by their stories and the courageous work that they're doing that I created this podcast so you can hear them too. If you're aligned with this work, then join us at the mindfulcoachassociation.com, where you can list your services for absolutely free and receive invitations to community meetings where you can network and meet your colleagues. We hope you'll join us. And now, the Mindful Coach Podcast. So, welcome to this edition of the Mindful Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Brent Hill. I'm the founder of the Mindful Coach Association. And one day, my friend, Mark Monelbaum, who I had the pleasure of working with, uh, almost a, over a year ago, we co-produced a conference called The Future is Mindful. And he invited me to be a, a spokesperson, very brief presentation um, on a recent webcast or a recent seminar on ChatGPT and mindfulness and mindfulness. There, I met the most interesting character who I'm happy to have on the show today as my guest, David Gould. He's a tech entrepreneur, founder, and licensed architect, and a creator. He thrives on designing and building new products. He's the co-founder of... And CEO of Ogimi, the first AI meditation coach. Now, let me say that again. The first AI meditation coach. With Ogimi, he is mission-driven with the goal of helping 1 billion, that's capital B-illion, people fix their mental health through highly personalized daily meditation practice. Meditation has been deeply meaningful to David since he started the practice 15 years ago when he hit the point of burnout early in his architecture career. He knows that he, if he can help others create and deepen a meditation practice to explore their inner world, he will have made the world a better place. And we are here to talk about David, his journey, and this incredible application that he has ventured to put into the world, Ogimi.ai. Welcome to the show, David
1: thanks Brad thanks for having me and thanks for that amazing intro
0: no you're welcome i'm i speaking of amazing i uh I saw your presentation and on the conference that we did the little seminar that we did and I thought wait what and you know chat GPT is all the rage and AI is all the rage and there's so many Websites, but you don't see a lot in the mindfulness space, and that's why Mark is a trailblazer always, and he's been producing mindful text. Just to put a little shout out to him forever uh, on mindful text because he's doing great work there. And rounding up a group of thought leaders and, and you know people who are innovating in this space. And when you talked about what you're doing with um you AI and mindfulness i thought this is really truly groundbreaking and i had to get in and hear more about you and then we met and you explained like, explain to the listeners what is it that you've built and uh and then we'll talk a little bit about how it is you 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 got moved to to put this into the world
1: perfect yeah so ogini as you said is the first ai powered guided meditation coach and what that means is that Every meditation in the app is generated in real time for each individual so that they can get the kind of one-on-one coaching that they deserve in their meditation practice.
0: So you're saying that these aren't like, like picked from a menu of pre-recorded uh, laundry list of meditations, that you know, the same amount of time. Each one is unique.
1: Exactly. And it's created in real time based on what that user wants help with in that moment, um, and so the idea here is, you know, before other meditation apps like Headspace or Calm or Insight Timer, um, you had meditation coaches like yourself, right? And or you would head down to the local uh, Buddhist uh, temple and <laughs> learn to meditate there. And along came these apps, and they kind of uh, packaged up that experience into pre-recorded guided meditations and. Mm-hmm. That was super powerful in that it helped, um, distribute that and raise the awareness around meditation, particularly in the West. Um, but what got lost in that process was that one-on-one personalized aspect that you got from a meditation coach. And so, you know, if you're recording a meditation that's going to go out to a couple million users, it has to be sort of generic, right? So that it, uh, resonates a little bit with everyone. But what if you could have meditations that were created just for you, right? And so we're really bridging the gap between the one-on-one attention that a coach could provide to an individual and the scale and distribution and cost-effectiveness that's enabled by AI and and technology. So we're really, uh, the way I think about it is democratizing access to one-on-one personal meditation coaches, right? If you choose to work with a meditation coach, that's an amazing experience, but you may only get to meet with them once a week for an hour. Um, and you know, you're probably paying 50 to hundred bucks uh, for, for that session. And you may have eight to 12 sessions spread out over a couple months. Um, and again, that can be an amazing experience, but one, not everyone can afford that. Two, not everyone has time for that. Three, the scheduling of that is a little difficult. And four, you're left with the other six days out of the week. Where you're not getting that one-on-one attention. So to give someone this one-on-one attention through the app at any point in time, you know, if, if they're distressed about something, if they're excited about something, if they want to sit down and meditate on that topic, they can get that, uh, you know, in, in real time, exactly what they need help with.
0: So, how does that work? you know if I'm sitting down and my kids are coming home from school and they're barking and they're angry, and I need to calm down and, and how does that work i can I can break out the app and and how does it become customized for my my specific situation
1: yeah, so in that it's a great use case um you know you you could literally type into the app, "Hey, help me uh." free myself from the distractions and the noise of my children who just got home from school. And by telling us that that's what's going on in your life, we can help create a meditation that would help, you know, help you process that, help you get um, present with your own thoughts and and sort of, um, you know, sit, sit with what you're dealing with. So that's a great example.
0: So could you put in like, help me with, you know, Jeff and Jane, you know, kind of thing, and it would actually be that specific?
1: Yes. And, and the more specific you get, the better. So, you know, an example was this weekend, I did a meditation on Sunday, which was Father's Day. So I did, you know, help me uh, with gratitude for my father, Evan on Father's Day. And, mm. you know, it, it walked me through a, a, a very sweet uh, meditation on just feeling grateful for the things that he's given me in my life for the support and the love that he's provided. And then also, you know, for for forgiveness for anything that that he didn't provide, you know, not by any shortcoming of his own, but just wasn't aware that maybe I needed it in the moment, right? So the meditation yeah, yeah, actually we, took me. Through right, all of we that.
0: all have those those kinds of issues, and so yeah. and so the AI like talked to you through that, like this is like a computer generated, and you know, to, I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate here, so because it it feels a little. Um, uncomfortable in a way. And I don't mean that when I say uncomfortable, it's like when you get on a bicycle and you've never ridden it before. It's like, wait, what is this thing? And it's a little bit uh, unusual to put these concepts together of, oh, here's a mindfulness meditation that's going to coach me through Calming down around my f- gratitude around my father or my family or my work or and and, and I'm, I'll give you one uh, I actually did one just before the show here on help me calm down during this podcast and so it's kind of like very specific it's that specific it's very cool, um, but it's kind of a really new thing. So for the listeners here, how can an AI actually help us do that? Because it's just a computer. How does it know or how does it actually? How can it be effective in that way so that we actually hear it in a way where we feel like it's um, about our lives?
1: Yeah, that's a, a, an amazing question. So, I think a couple of things to remember. Um, first is that when you're doing the meditations, you don't necessarily need to know that you're using AI. Mm-hmm. The truth is, we're leveraging the technology to create this superior product. But for anyone who's hesitant, just remember that uh, what AI really is is the collective knowledge of human intelligence and wisdom so the ai models have been fed all of essentially all of the written history and the internet um which is created by humans right machines didn't create all of that content that is human wisdom humans created it Mm -hmm. now it's just taking it and it's processing it in a way like a human would if if one meditation coach could read every meditation script that's ever been created, every book on meditation that's ever been written, every piece of human wisdom on meditation, and then take that knowledge and apply it towards teaching their students. That's what AI is doing.
0: Wow. And so, wow. And so using that as an informed data set, it's, it's creating and crafting a specific experience for you based on your prompts.
1: That's exactly right, and and the other thing to keep in mind is you know, as individual humans, we're inherently limited right by how much we can learn. Um, a, a couple of examples there would be you know, a, a meditation coach might be able to go to two to four seminars per year, right um, where they're going to learn new things. Um, the AI can learn from again everything, and it never forgets. Mm. and then on the other side, it also can learn from more students. So an individual coach might only interface from a couple hundred students per year. The AI can interface with millions and millions, up to a billion you know people, and get their feedback, "Hey, this didn't work for me," or, "You know, I thought this was particularly powerful." And so in learning what actually works, you get this positive, virtuous cycle of improving and getting better and better and better without ever forgetting.
0: Oh, wow, that's, so it just keeps, it just keeps learning and improving. And, uh, and so, um, you know, it's like people are going to think, well, gee, what about the different kinds of mm, qualities uh, that go into a meditational experience? Because there's things like, what if I don't like the voice? Or what if I don't like the, is there music involved? So can you address like, how do you help people? craft an experience that they actually want to, you know, because there's a certain amount of trust in a meditation where you kind of, you, and I'm going to use this kind of a powerful word, you kind of surrender yourself to kind of being led by the guided, the, the guided experience. And there's a bit of, you're putting your trust in someone. on what's, had a meditation teacher in a in, when i was taking my coaching and she should take us into some very strange places and i learned kind of like well, i don't really want to go there with her you know and it's like how people create an experience then that they they feel like they want to relax into and that they can hear because they they're not aversive to the voice or the accent or the gender or the pacing and all that kind of thing
1: Yes, you've picked up on what I believe to be one of the biggest limitations of, of the meditation apps that existed previously. So when you if you went at, on any app or YouTube or Spotify to find a guided meditation, a bunch of things had to be right at the same time for you to have a great experience. The voice had to be one that you, know, that you liked the sound of. The ambient music had to be the type of track that you wanted. The length had to be appropriate for how long you were willing to dedicate to that practice. And then the content had to be relevant to what you personally needed to practice that day, right? So, any one of those four things in a pre-recorded meditation being a little bit off could prevent you, as you said, from surrendering into the experience, and instead you're sitting maybe in judgment or uh, a little bit annoyed or a little bit peeved that one yeah. of those things is. You know, right. and
0: it doesn't take much to just knock you off the bike. I was talking about you. Just know, kind of like I just really don't like this that that, that tone of voice. And it doesn't have to be anything. It can just, maybe it reminds you of somebody, but whatever it is, it doesn't take that much sometimes.
1: Exactly. And so all of those variables, you know, are personal choices that you're able to make. So when you start a meditation currently in the app, we have four voices to choose from. Um, and that those choices will expand rapidly. Those are collaborations that we're doing with real world meditation coaches. Um, we can clone their voice using AI technology with just about 20 minutes of voice recording and put them into the app. So yeah, in terms of giving people uh, near unlimited choices of voice quality, that will be um, continuing to improve. On the ambient music side, we currently have four choices, but those will also expand rapidly and they can be um, generative as well. So if you ask for a meditation that uh, is to get you motivated for a sports event. You mm. obviously want something to kind of get you excited, more epic music, perhaps if you want something to, you know, grieve the loss of a relationship, you may want something a little bit more melancholy. Um, and so those choices will, will come along as well. And then, yeah, the, the, the other really cool part that I haven't mentioned yet is the languages. So, uh, again, um, In that scenario before, a pre-recorded meditation, if the meditation is recorded in English, but you're a native Spanish speaker, it's not going to be as great of an experience for you. We are going to be launching multilingual on the platform so that as a user for any meditation, you can choose um, to begin with from English, Spanish, French, German, Portuguese, Italian, or Hindi. And so the ability to have that native language and have someone to speak to you in your tongue um, is obviously going to make it feel... Uh, more appropriate and more created.
0: So important. That is so important. And, and people who don't know my background so much, I have a background in technology. I used to work for Microsoft. I was CTO for a couple of companies and, uh, um, and so it's like I, I hear what you're saying, and I'm going, yes, of course, you know, AI and um, language conversion technology and taking this and making it accessible, so, and which is an interesting segue because when I first heard your mission statement, and we talked about this on the phone, and you said, I want to reach a- – Billion people, and that's a gigantic number. And I thought, you know, there's nothing like going for the brass ring, as they say. But that's a big number. How did you settle on that? Is like a, I mean, what is it that, that put that in your on on your to do list? You know, I'd I'd really like to understand more about how you got focused on this as your mission.
1: Yeah, so I can I can get a bit to the personal origin story, but it just in terms of how how we chose. A billion, um, you know, we essentially looked at who who in the world has access to the internet on a smartphone, right? And knowing that if that's true, we believe that meditation is, you know, part of uh, the three-legged stool of your personal well-being, mm. and the legs of that are your mental fitness, your physical fitness, and your diet, right? And and those three things being core pillars for how to create a stable foundation for yourself individually. So, yeah, you know, we we really believe that meditation as a practice can benefit anyone. Um and so that's where that number really comes from. And, and obviously the the true mission would be to help all of humanity. Um you know, anyone again, uh, we we all struggle with certain things. We all want to elevate our awareness and our consciousness. Um and giving people the tools to do that um would be for me a very fulfilling mission. Um And you touched a little bit briefly on how I got here, but um, I came to meditation through stress um, and burnout. And I was about one year into an intense architecture career. Um, I was working 60 to 80 hour weeks. And I took a vacation from New York out here to LA. And it kind of took stepping away from that day to day for it to hit me that I was completely burnt out. You know, I was, Exhausted. I was sleeping twelve-hour nights on my vacation. Um, I had gained a bunch of weight. I was feeling pain in my body, and you know, I just, I, it was a wake-up call. I realized mm. this is unsustainable. <laughs> you know, I'm one year into what's supposed to be a, a forty-plus yeah. year career. <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> And so it, it was enough of a wake-up call that I flew back from that vacation, and I um, picked up the paleo diet, I started exercising, and I started a meditation practice. And mm-hmm. so that's been a consistent for me. Um, in all of those buckets, actually, I've, I've stayed consistent for the you know past 15 years, and it's kept me, I think, um, you know, healthy and focused and able to work through what ended up being another five years of that same architecture career. And then um, two startups prior to Ogimi and, you know, startups are equally stressful. um, No kidding. So so
0: this is a great, uh, you know, learning moment for people who are in the startup world or in the business world. How do you manage to keep yourself kind of not burning out through these practices?
1: Yeah, I mean, a huge amount of it, it, it comes down to the awareness. Um, And so when I make sure that I do a short, and and honestly, it's short meditation each morning, 10 minutes, maybe 15, sometimes 20, um, I'm checking in with what's going on with myself, right? Where, Mm. Where are my thoughts? What topics are they on? That can be a very strong indicator of where the stress and anxiety in my life is coming from. And that enables me to focus on that in terms of what, what, how can I sort of address this problem? Or sometimes it's just enough to get my head out of that problem for long enough to kind of uh, get out of you know, what might be like a, a thought spiral or a thinking pattern that's um, making the problem worse than it actually is. Um, so that daily check in is very powerful. Um, I will also do longer sessions, you know, getting into the 30 to 60 minutes, usually for me on the weekends, just because I find I have more free time, mm. that's a great time for me to really do um, some, some, they end up being just deeper experiences, less about awareness. And, and often when I give myself that time, that's when I have these more uh, transcendent experiences or more sort of spiritual experiences where. I feel either a sense of unity. Um, I feel, uh, that I've entered a different state of consciousness, you know, so, so that's kind of my weekend practice. But for a lot of people coming into meditation, um, you know, we all experience some kind of burnout or some kind of low point. Um, you know, an emotional distress. Yeah. Everyone's been through it. Right. And so to have a tool in your pocket that can help you during those times, that's how personally how I came to meditation. And then it has evolved into, again, this broader practice that still addresses some of those performance and, and um, you know, personal mental health issues, and then also spirituality.
0: Wow, that's so, so the longer meditations, they help you reach a different, deeper state of consciousness. They're actually like state changes in your consciousness. And, and then, but you're doing the shorter ones. And I really liked what you said about just noticing The kinds of thoughts that I'm having helps me understand the kinds of stresses I'm experiencing exactly and so so these short meditations are good for that and what else can people do with the app in ways that they could integrate this into uh like a practice in their lives and to into these like and i'm a big advocate for short more frequent experiences with mindful meditation than than the longer ones but for people because that fits better into our world these days even though i love to do the longer ones People always resist. It's like, oh, I don't have half an hour every day to devote to this. And there's that, that old joke. It's like, well, for, for you, then an hour. <laughs> it's kind of like, it's it's like by doing the mindful meditations, you actually create efficiencies in your world that you can't really even imagine until you do it because you make better decisions. And that's been my experience. So if I want to generate more time in my life, meditate more. <laughs> it's kind of unintuitive, but true. So uh, the app lets you kind of pick your, your times and stuff. But what else is in there that might help people kind of integrate a routine into their life?
1: Yeah, so I think um, that there's some features around gamification that are just meant to make it fun and kind of uh, that scratch that slightly competitive itch that a lot of us have. Um, so, you know, we have streaks, which is, you know, have you missed a day or not? And... You know there's a motivation to maintain your streak and this works really well in an app called duolingo for language learning and you know we love their model for having taken something else that's kind of a difficult practice to stick with learning a language is one of the well, hardest yeah, things you exactly. can do as an adult and you know they've made it fun and rewarding and exciting and so uh, we've integrated those elements as well some consistency consistency statistics which is you know out of the last 30 days how many have you meditated and try and keep that above you know 90 so just giving yourself some benchmarks that you can, um, go against. We have leaderboards and rankings if you want to see how your meditation practice stacks up against some other folks on the platform. Um, so that's a, that's a really fun way to do it. Uh, on the, um, timing of it again, you know, by giving people the flexibility to do a meditation as short as five minutes, you know, we're really hoping to kind of overcome that uh, resistance that you described where people Mm -hmm. say, I don't, I don't have time Mm -hmm. for this. And we say, well, certainly you have five minutes and, um, you know, just the act of closing your eyes, um, for five minutes to, uh, get off social media, to tune out all of the visual stimulation that comes from having your eyes open and to, to just kind of get into your present and present into your body um, is really powerful. So those five-minute meditations, I recommend if you're going to do anything, do those. Um,
0: yes, exactly.
1: We just have a variety of techniques on the platform. So mm-hmm. when, you, when you want to kind of explore, that's where we suggest, hey, try, you know, do a week of visualization-based meditations. Do a week of mindfulness based meditations, do a week of body scan meditations, and just kind of uh, go through those in um, as a exploratory practice and get to know which ones you think are helping you the most, right? Because we're all different. And so certain practices, certain techniques will resonate differently with different people. So that's that's another way we recommend just exploring um, and then in terms of topics, uh, we have essentially a recommendation engine that gives you kind of an unlimited number of inspirations for topics. So when you're in the app, you can click the random button in the input field and it will just throw ideas out and, uh, hopefully one catches your eye you say, oh yeah, I, I do want to work on my mindset around finances today. And then once you have that inspiration. Again, you can get more specific. So it might say, um, you know, help me with uh, strategies to get out of debt, right? And it will, you know, walk you through a meditation that might help you see something slightly differently about how you're handling your finances. Um, So that aspect of getting specific again is important.
0: I really like the idea of being able to suggest things to people because that's a, a strength of AI platform is to be able to come up with ideas and suggest them to people. So that's really uh, a, an excellent um, feature. And I'm curious about, you know, how was it that you, you know, a re- uh, someone who's re- a recovering architect who's discovered meditation got the notion to to marry AI into the service and, and, and then something and you went, oh my God, yes, I'm going to do that. How, how Help us understand how that all got wired up.
1: Yeah, so um, my four years into my second startup, um, it was a real estate virtual reality company, and um, it was very stimulating. It was cool technology to be working with. I, I love being an entrepreneur, bringing and creating new products. Um, but about four years into it, I did hit a, Uh, a mini existential crisis where um, I (laughs) can't realize it wasn't, it wasn't the worst crisis I've had. (laughs) (laughs) I've had, I've had worse. Um, But you know, it was a wake up call again to, I'm putting a lot of energy into something that I've realized is not um, as fulfilling as I'd like it to be. That is not my life's purpose. It's not that it's ultimately Mm -hmm. not that meaningful to me. and yet I'm putting in long hours and grinding and putting all of my energy into it, um, that, that wake up call came and I, uh, it sort of snapped me out of um, that, that rut that I was yeah, in. Yeah.
0: Almost a spell of like, just keep creating, keep doing. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And so that that snapped me out of it. And I, uh, I was exhibiting at a conference to a bunch of real estate brokers, I had, uh, you know, a booth, and I left early, um, I flew home, I called a business broker, and I and I sold that business. Um, oh, and It took about a year for that to happen and while i was going through that you know i spent a lot of time thinking about what what do i want to do next Mm. um a lot of that time was spent in meditation and Mm. you know it kept coming back to me uh you know if if i could help other people create and sustain this habit for themselves i know that i will have made a meaningful contribution to to the world um and so that was kind of the origin of it now um last year when We as a team started experimenting with how can we make meditation more approachable, more personal, more uh, fun? Um, you know, how can we get people to use it in a different way? We were actually using AI to author meditation scripts and then we were having a human read the scripts and creating Mm. you know kind of traditional recorded meditations and we had some ideas about how we were going to distribute it differently and and all these things but um you know i realized uh something hadn't quite clicked like we didn't really have it figured out but we were just poking around the edges of how do how can we do this differently something's not right with the existing stuff out there we know we can crack this open um and it was yeah it was just kind of a flash of inspiration um one day when I heard a podcast that was AI-cloned voices of, I think, Joe Rogan and Elon
0: mm-hmm, Musk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, I was blown away. You know, I said, this, this sounds just like those two men and this is AI-generated. So uh, it kind of just clicked for me. It was the first time I heard convincing AI voices. And so right. I said, all right, we're already halfway here. We've been using AI to author the meditation scripts. Now we have the ability to read those scripts in a, in a natural humanistic way. Um, my goodness, we're, we're there. This is that moment. And part of entrepreneurship and, and being in tech is, is seeing the moment, right? Like understanding exactly. this is exactly where all these pieces have just fallen into place that make this possible. And can I, now pull them together in a way that's compelling to to you know people that want this um that want to meditate and so yeah we we very quickly um started to pivot a little bit into creating what ultimately became the product that we launched um in april
0: right and i think you're so right about that in terms of the technology it sounds like you were right you were Right at the breaking point of when the crest of the wave starts to happen on AI, you were kind of already sitting there. And then, boom, we hit this threshold where those voices in other technologies as well uh, just sort of ignited and and took off. And particularly the voicing things. I think some people have not quite kept up with the the technology like you you have where it's – of really compelling in terms of the quality of those voices, if people have had experiences of AI sounding AI voices sounding kind of robotic, this is not that experience. This is something completely different. It sounds literally like you're listening to a human speaking. Um, and so it's very interesting. and so you're going to do some more work. What's on the horizon in terms of these voices and new features that you're excited about?
1: yeah so one i already mentioned is multilingual again we're just excited about that because we we feel that that's been an underserved you know global population right um and uh to be able to move quickly into that is really exciting um we we just released something that um you know it's already released but i was very excited about um there was a about a 45 to 60 second um period Where the script was being generated and the audio was being created. Um, Just as of last week, we've reduced that to five seconds, and so you know, it literally feels like a real meditation coach. It's me sitting here with you, Brett, and going, Mm. "Hey, can you, you know, create me, you know, just walk me through a guided meditation about my finances?" And I hit generate, and you start speaking to me, Um, Mm. and so that experience is is really powerful, right? It's like having Again, your own meditation coach in your pocket at any point in time. So that I was very excited about. Um, another thing that I'm excited about on our roadmap is the integration of wearables. So to take, oh, um, interesting, the, yeah. So taking data from Apple Watch or Aura or Whoop or you know Muse headsets, anything that tracks your heart rate, heart rate variability, your vitals, um, your pulse ox, and to be able to use that data to validate um, the effectiveness of the meditations um you know did this help you lower your heart rate if your heart rate lowered, that means you were, you know likely resting and more present and not so fidgety did it increase your heart rate variability did um you know did you get into an altered state from this practice so integrating that data i'm really excited about um and that will allow us to again create this positive feedback loop where the ai will go oh, this worked, so I'm going to do more of that. And I'm going to test this, and I'm going to do more of that. And ultimately, you get to the point where you have just the most effective techniques.
0: And, and so possible. it's going to learn by monitoring what's working for you and adapt?
1: Yeah, exactly. So it, Holy it, it, moly. Think of it like A-B testing, right? At scale. Yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's that, hey, this meditation was this way, and it worked with this person's heart rate variability. as a, It didn't work when we did this. Um, and obviously, there are lots of variables to account for there, and and that's a whole, sure, that's a large undertaking. But that's where the intelligence of this technology, you know, we we it will be capable of learning these things over time. Amazing! Um, so that's awesome. And uh, other other things. Uh, I mean, we have about eight other meditation techniques that we've identified that we want to enable on the platform. That includes things like breathwork as well, right? So. The ability so to walk important, through those. So practices. important. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. So I'm a coach and I often will either do custom meditations for people um, because of, you know, they need a particular sort of work. And um and how can a coach like use the Cicano coach use this in their practice to help their clients?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the way that we want coaches to to understand our approach here is to help them. 10x the impact that they could have with their clients so the way that that could look again today is if you have an engagement with a client where you meet with them once a week for an hour for a 12-week program you can then use ogimi in between to send them suggested meditations that process might take you five minutes to recommend a few meditations for the upcoming week versus the you know multiple hour process that it might take for you to create actually create custom meditations for yeah, them Yeah, exactly right,
0: right. Mm-hmm.
1: so you can use your knowledge set of hey based on this person and what they're going through or what they need help with i'm going to recommend six prompts for the next six days and that time saving again enables you to serve that client way better um, than you could otherwise so that's mm-hmm. how you can currently use the platform in the future, and we're working on quite a few um, interviews with coaches and, and getting this dialed in, is more of a creator side platform, right? Where you as a coach can have an admin access, you can come in and you can author um, a seven day course on helping folks with um, ADHD, for example. Oh, wow. And that you know, you can author that course with the assistance of AI, so it happens much more quickly you can clone your voice so that you don't actually have to sit down and record those meditations you just have to create that script and you can edit it manually to improve it
0: okay then, hold on i'm going to press pause yeah. right there because that's a big deal you're saying that you'll be in the future coaches will be able to use their own voice as one of the voices that are offered by the platform and a, and that is a private access then to their clients um, and so that the, the the platform then becomes an AI extension of their own voice to their to their own clients.
1: Exactly. And again, you know, if, to create a thirty minute meditation for a client, it might take you three minutes. You can say, "Hey yeah. AI, help me with this topic." Okay, it'll create the script. Now you, as the expert that you are, because you still are the expert, um, you can refine that script by changing it editing it and then you can push send to your client and you in don't have to sit traditional through the text minute,
0: editor in that case
1: yeah, in a, yeah. exactly in a text field and you don't have to sit through the process of recording that 30-minute meditation editing it adding background music all the stuff that would go into to creating a high quality guided meditation you would never do that because you wouldn't have time to do it or you wouldn't be able to service all your clients that way um, and so that's where, again, coming back to 10xing the impact that you can have on your clients is what this technology will enable you to do.
0: Amazing. So, so help uh, our listeners understand where to go to connect to all this goodness.
1: Yeah. So easiest is to just go to ogimi.ai, O-G-I-M-I dot A-I. Um, that has, uh, you know, the direct link to sign up it is free to try um with just some limitations but you can use it kind of for free indefinitely um, obviously we'd love you to upgrade to the to the pro plan which is a way to get access to all the features unlimited you know the economics of it again are are really fair um you know you're getting unlimited personalized coaching for uh, essentially a nominal price so love people to try it out um all of our social links are on the bottom of the website as well. Um, so if you wanna find us there, um, and we do love feedback. So any uh, responses to our emails or any DMs to our social, those all go straight to the team and we take every piece of feedback to heart.
0: Yeah and I can testify to that because I've I've uh, been a user of the platform I had a couple of ideas and and um David you've been really gracious about thank you please do more you know it's kind of like uh as opposed to you know sometimes when I send people feedback it's kind of like oh yeah thanks we'll get around to it appreciate it please go felt this form. but you you've always been very gracious and, and open about that and that and I know you're innovating um ag- aggressively innovating and uh doing a great job with the platform well, this is just so inspirational and so exciting. And I'm very, um, I'm thrilled to be uh, an early adopter and uh, want to help, you know, spread the word and get the word out. And I guess I just want to say, like, what's next? Like, where do you go next with this? It's, I know you've got so much on your plate in terms of the world, what's coming at you. Uh, are you having any big announcements coming up? Or are you having um, you know conferences or other things that where people can kind of connect or uh, otherwise uh, get get involved? You have like a newsletter people can sign up with to get involved with the the news coming out of your organization.
1: Yeah, so definitely, if if you become a user of the app, you'll be on the newsletter. Um, so we'll announce any feature upgrades and there. That's
0: free for people if they want to just if they want to use the free version.
1: Correct. Exactly. It's just, it's your email and your first name, you know, it's, it's a very standard process. Um, so yeah, that'll be the best way to stay in touch on any major announcements. And then, um, you know, what's next? I mean, we're in the process of a fundraise, you know, that's meaningful in terms of helping us expand and grow our marketing and growth and getting in front of more people. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Um, and then, yeah, we're just, we're nose to the grindstone on improving. So that's where that feedback comes in really handy. Um, we want to get these tools out for coaches again um, to to enable you to create meditations on your platform. Um, we uh, oh, it's currently a web app. We're launching an iOS app and an Android app in the next two months. So yeah, lots of work ahead. Um, but you know, yeah. the, the motivation is there to keep going and uh, to keep you know pushing this out into the world.
0: That's great. Well, thank you so much. And I should say that if you're members of the Mindful Coach Association, get, get a special link uh, to sign up for. Um, as well. so uh, so if you' if you haven't joined the Mindful Coach Association at mindfulcoachassociation.com and you're a coach or helping professional that values mindfulness in your work, um, you can sign up for free there and you'll get a link to subscribe to the service um, that'll that's, that will be helpful for you, I'm sure. So um, thank you so much for the work that you're doing and for this ambitious, exciting new venture. And I'm wishing you all the best in the world with this.
1: Thank you, Brad. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the enthusiasm. And thank you for this conversation. I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, it's my pleasure. Bye now. And that's a wrap for this edition of the Mindful Coach Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this presentation. And if you did, follow us and leave us a review. If you're a coach or helping professional that values mindfulness in your work, browse over to mindfulcoachassociation.com and create a free community profile describing your services so the world can find you. And you'll be invited to exclusive community meetings where you can meet your colleague. I'm your host, Brett Hill, founder of the Mindful Coach Association, coach and coach trainer teaching the Mindful Coach Method. You can find out more about me at themindfulcoach.com. Until next time, stay present.